Shulchan Aruch Harav, we're going to begin Simen Tov Kuf Peches, section 588, which deals with Zman Tekias Shofar, the time for the sounding of the Shofar. Halacha Aleph 1, Zman Tekias Shofar Bayoim, Shenemar Yoim, Trua V'goymer Bayoim V'loi Balaylo. The time for the sounding of the Shofar is during the day. As the Gemara and Megillah explains, as it is written, it shall be a day of sounding the shofar. In other words, the shofar should be sounded by day and not at night. The entire day is acceptable for the sounding of the shofar from dawn until the appearance of the stars. Now, dawn is defined as the first appearance of light on the eastern horizon before sunrise which is called Anetz Hachama. In section 89, the Rebbe reckons the moment of dawn as preceding sunrise by the length of time that it takes to walk four mil. A mil is defined by Rabbi Avram Chaim Noah as approximately one kilometer. In section 459, the Rebbe cites two figures for the time it takes to walk a mil. One is 18 minutes, another 24 minutes. And he recommends the latter figure. Thus, in this context, we are talking of 90 six minutes before sunrise as being the moment of dawn. And the Rebbe maintains that this figure must be um, translated into degrees. Okay, continuing on. So, now the Rebbe says that although you're, it is acceptable to blow the shofar from Aloisa Shachar from dawn, our sages nevertheless require that we wait until sunrise, again that's called Neitzachamo, which is later than dawn, in order to remove any doubt as to whether it is still night, for not everyone is knowledgeable with regard to the time of dawn. However, if a person is Let's say a person transgressed and sounded the shofar after dawn, because again, the, the rabbis require that we should wait, wait until sunrise. And this person transgressed and blew the shofar earlier uh, after dawn, but before sunrise. So still, this person has fulfilled his obligation and is not obligated to sound it a second time. Halacha base to the laws governing a situation where one heard part of a tekiah before dawn and part after dawn is explained in section 587. Halacha Gimel 3. Laws governing a situation which one heard nine shofar blasts over the course of nine hours during the day. Or from nine men who sounded the shofar simultaneously. It's explained in section 590 there in Halachas Yud Gimel and Yudalid. So in the first situation, one is considered under certain conditions to have fulfilled his obligation. And the same applies to the second situation under certain conditions. For example, he heard all the shofar blasts in the proper sequence. Halacha Dalit for Yim when the festival of Rosh Hashanah falls on Shabbos, the shofar is not sounded. So, sounding the shofar does not involve a forbidden labor. 
So why then is, is, is it forbidden on Shabbos? The answer is because it's a result of a rabbinic decree, because it is considered a mundane activity. So that's called weekday activities. So in this respect, the um, sounding the shofar is like removing a loaf of bread attached to the wall of an oven. So the, the, the common denominator here is that each is defined as a skill, a chachma, not as a form of labor, not as a malacha. Nevertheless, the sages forbade both activities on Shabbos. Now, Al-Tareba asks, why then does the performance of a scriptural commandment not override such a light prohibition as it does on every Rosh Hashanah? Now, Al-Tareba's question is that the prohibition against sounding the shafer should apply in any umtif including Rosh Hashanah, as well as on Shabbos. Hence, just as the performance of the mitzvah overrides the prohibition on any Rosh Hashanah, should it not override it when Rosh Hashanah falls on Shabbos? So in a number of letters, the Rebbe points out that the Rebbe's argument here constitutes a chiddush, an innovative observation, namely, the reason that the shofar is not sounded on Shabbos is not simply the concern less to be carried in a public thoroughfare. Now, the Rebbe writes here that the primary issue is the prohibition of uvdin nechayel, mundane activity. And the other concern about carrying serves only to bolster the prohibition of mundane activity so that it will not be overridden by the commandment to sound the shofar. Mithasham, we will share the explanation in tomorrow's share. This concludes today's share.